podcast is brought to you by Florence Filters, leading company in air filters that care about your air and have been since 1971. Good morning, everyone. This is Brandon Matloff in Los Angeles. Welcome to the Stella Oak Mavens podcast, where we feature different mavens in different fields. A maven is an expert of an expert. They are the go-to person who you would want to ask all the questions to before making a decision. The purpose of our podcast is to help the consumer be more knowledgeable. Today, I'm really excited to host Vlada Bortnik. Vlada is the co-founder of Marco Polo, one of my favorite video chat apps and apps in general. She graduated from Northwestern University with a degree in computer engineering and then conducted research at Stanford. Vlada began developing this app with her husband as a way to help people feel closer even when they were busy, which is absolutely true for my family and I. Today, Vlada will be sharing her experiences and the decisions she made to get where she is today and what decided and inspired her to develop Marco Polo. Welcome, Vlada. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm really excited to be here. So, Vlada, um, you must have a unique perspective as a computer engineer. Um, what role did that play in, in having uh, inspired you to create Marco Polo? So, I think the thing that I learned the most from college, and specifically computer engineering, is how to problem solve. You know, um, Usually there are problems that I did not know the answer to. And so having perseverance, having the capacity to ask for help, and being really creative with the solutions um, are some of the things that I gained from the computer engineering uh, major. I actually double majored in, in arts as well. So I got to flex both sides of my, of my brain during my college years. Probably using the problem-solving methods and creating the app I'm guessing that you had a lot of problems along the way. Did it originally start off as a video chat app, or, or was there a different uh, goal in mind when you originally started? So the goal of the company, the purpose of the company has always been the same. It is to help people feel close. Uh, and we started back in 2012 and haven't changed it, nor do we plan to change it. Um, but Marco Polo is only about three years old. Um, so we iterated about nine different times until we got to Marco Polo. So there were a lot of pivots and changes until we found something that um, we felt was really, really up to the purpose, but also had the capacity to grow to impact the world in a big way because that was something that's really important to my husband and I. Uh, we wanted to get to, we'd like to get to a billion people at least, um, and we kept So where are you guys currently at today? And we're sitting, by the way, in, in the beginning part of 2019. Do you mean in terms of number of users? Correct. Oh, not close to the land. We're on our way, but definitely not uh, to the land. And um, we, have, we have still a lot of work to up for us. There must have been a certain part when you created the app where you were like, once we hit this number, I know it's a legit business or we have something here, how many users 
uh, did you do you did you have at that point where you're like, you know what, we we really have a movement here? You know, we've had a few of those milestones because for us, it always it still feels like a dream that we get to do this, and we keep thinking that it's you know, can this really be real? And it's really not so much about any particular number, but it's the magnitude of stories and user stories that we're getting and the impact that we're seeing it has on people's lives. You know, for us, we started the company, you know, in part because we had our own personal struggle with staying in touch with our family and friends. So it really was rooted in that. And what I'm seeing now and the stories that I'm seeing hearing now are so much more than just simply a better way to stay in touch. This app is changing the way people communicate, changing their relationships, and it's becoming the most important app on people's phones because it's where they are most important people live. You know, so it's, you know, we've had stories of people saying that it's changed their lives because it saved their lives because they are no longer feeling isolated. You know, stay-at-home mom who is going through postpartum depression now has access to her group of friends and she can talk to them on a daily basis without leaving the house um, and feel like she can have a support group with her even when she's still at home, still with the the kids. Um, So really it's those kind of stories that now like, okay, this is like it's it's real. Really are making a big difference in, in the world. I, I would I would totally agree with you. I would say that it changed the relationship I have with my business partner, with my wife, with other people in my family, because it's not so easy to call and leave a voice message every single time you want to share an idea or share a thought. But the app makes it just like sending a text. It makes it so easy to communicate. And it does build um, a relationship between two people and, and almost gives you the sense of you're in front of that person because you can see them on a, on a regular basis. I'm curious when you, um, when you started the app, uh, there had to be a couple different features to it that you found to be the most exciting part or something that was, uh, really resonated you resonated with you as, as what this app could look like in the future. Um, does anything, has anything changed in the app over the last couple of years? Have you made any, um, changes or updates or has, has this a, is this a growing business platform or a changing business platform for you? Yeah. It's a, you know, it's, so the purpose, as I mentioned, is to help people so close. And I still feel like there's a lot that we can be doing to do more of that. You know, I still hear people say it's so hard to stay in touch. And my vision for this is that we get to a point where nobody has to say that anymore because you just are. There's no like, you know, the same way with your wife, you know what she's had for breakfast, you know what she's up to. There's no like catching up. You just know what she's doing, you feel close to her. I think technology is at a place where we can have that, even with people who are not living in the house with you. So, you know, if you think through that, there's there's a lot more that we can be doing, and Marco Polo is just the beginning of it. And we've certainly iterated quite a lot um, in the app, not just in making technology better, more reliable, but most recently with, you know, played around with the home screen layout, you know, with our goal of making it easier for people to get to the contacts that they, they want to talk to uh, more quickly. Because now we're seeing that when you sign up, you have a lot more contacts 
Saver's contacts. So now we have, you know, quick Saver's at the top so you can easily chat with the person you have in mind. Tell me about uh, Vlade in college. What were, what were you like? Were you um, the uh, social person that wanted to talk to everybody? Were you focused on your your work more? Like, what, to bring me back to the college days at Northwestern. Uh, if I was in class with you, what was your what, what were you about? Hmm. Let me let me let me think for a second here. Because, you know, I graduated quite a while ago. <laughs> um, the first word that comes to mind is focused. I was definitely very, very focused. Um, computer engineering is not an easy major. Um, and I was determined to do well. Um, so I was definitely very focused. I was not a, I would not say I was a social butterfly. I definitely had good friends. And my senior year... And I, and I also always had the, um, you know, the desire to give back to the community. So you would, I mean, you know, volunteering and doing the alternative spring break. Um, and then my senior year, I was uh, president of student council. And I was in charge of, you know, senior week activities and so on. But still, I was not the social butterfly. You would not necessarily find me at track parties on regular basis or anything like that. You know, it's, it's, it's funny because you, you mentioned that you were focused and we actually listen, we actually have a lot of college listeners and, um, from different universities around, around the country. And I've had some feedback from some different, uh, computer engineers and people trying to start products and businesses, uh, even in, in school as you did. And so while you're focused on your, your studies, you also had this vision of creating something at the same time. So how did you balance uh, your your personal life and trying to create a business with studies at the same time. Um, so, the, are you talking about the company Marco Polo right now? Sure. Um, so that came out of you know years after I've already graduated. Um, so now it's really for me thinking how do I incorporate. Um, my personal life and work life and, you know, community life all into my life. And actually, I don't believe in balance, which I know is a bit of a controversial thing to say. I just think that, for me, when I think about what's my work-life balance, it creates a lot of stress because at any given moment, I'm usually not balanced. I'm either too much on one side or the other. Um, and so what I've been reaching for is being mindfully on balance. So that I'm never surprised when I'm on balance. Um, an example would be when my kids were born, I was definitely not balanced at work. You know, and they become, so you got to feed it every few hours, so you got to be with it and so on. And so my priority was that. When the company was, was brand new, I was my new baby, and so I was not balanced at all. It was, you know, most of my time was spent there. So, and there were different pushes within the company or different things happening in my community or all my kids' life. You know, I'm often, I'm usually not in balance, but I'm, I try very hard to be um, mindful about it. Being balanced is one of the, the hardest things to do, especially, you know, we both have families, we both have businesses, uh, yeah. we're doing things in the community. It's hard to, to, to juggle everything you seem to 
to be able to create a very successful business while while handling these things. And it sounds like even though you you've, you mentioned like there were some periods of stress, like it's probably your core values. My my guess is one of your real core values is focus. And so mm-hmm. being present in the moment and being with the people you love when you're with them and then being with your business, your, your other baby when you're, when you're doing that. And that focus has probably helped you along the way. What other core values or or characteristics do you think has helped you, has helped you been, be successful um, with balancing everything? Um, So along with focus, it's being able to prioritize. You know, it's really important that you're focusing on the things that are actually going to matter. So I am, you know, at least weekly going through my priorities and oftentimes daily thinking through, okay, what are the most important things that I need my attention today? Um, so prioritizing is really, really important. And then the next thing I would say is, um, is mindfulness. You know, I, I do uh, spend some time meditating and taking a deep breath and catching myself and, and trying to um, trying to stay in the present, you know, which is part of being focused. Um, but it's really being mindful when things feel stressful in your body. Like usually I feel, you know, tension in my tummy and I know like, okay, what, what is going on for me? Why am I so, you know, stressed out in this moment? And then I, I take some time to think through it. Um, and that's really helped me a lot because as I grew through the ups and downs of, you know, normal life, <laughs> and especially with the startup. We all need to to have our priorities in in check, and and I I would say I'm somebody who needs to to meditate a little bit more, as I'm sure a lot of the, the listeners are. Um, I'm curious. I'm going to shift gears and talk about some of the challenges you've had along the way. Uh, my my mm-hmm. my sense is there's been competitors that have tried to replicate what you've done, or um, even companies like Apple. Like it it it, uh, it baffles me that like there isn't this product already in the industry before you created a couple of years ago? Like what, what were the biggest challenges you had when you were starting uh, Marco Polo? You know, I, I think the biggest challenge we had when we started is still the biggest challenge we have today. And that is something that I'm really hopeful we tackle as a team because, you know, it's about time. But the challenge is that when I tell people about Marco Polo, Usually the response I get, and you tell me if you have the same response for you, to tell your friends and so on, is that the answer is, I already have something like this. <laughs> so even though there's nothing really quite like this on the market, people think that they already have a, a really good way to stay in touch. And to me, this is the illusion that people are under. You know, there's so many different ways to stay in touch, quote-unquote, but really what's happening is we're staying in touch at a very surface level. You know, and so people think they're staying in touch, but actually they're not engaging in meaningful relationships and conversations and connections. And so the challenge is to somehow convey that, yes, you're staying in touch, but not in a way that you really would benefit from. And here's why Marco Polo is a great, you know, it's a great product for you to use to um, deepen your relationships with you know, it's it's funny you mentioned that um, because I I would say that even a couple of the people that I'm using it with now were reluctant initially to do on it because it's mm-hmm. another thing, it's another app, 
Um, I think one of the benefits is you don't have to store all the videos on your phone so it doesn't take up memory like you guys have it saved in the cloud. I think that's a, that's a mm-hmm. big deal. Um, but I think the, the same thing you just mentioned, even with uh, my business partner and I, I think with my wife at the time, you know, it's like, well, we already have text, we have voicemails and all these other and you can already FaceTime. But there really isn't a FaceTime video messaging service that so many people are on. Like when I connected my phone, there was already 20 people that were using Marco Polo. And I'd say over the last six months, I've seen probably like one or two new contacts in my phone connect every month. And I'm sure that number is just going to keep on exponentially growing. So mm-hmm. as you get more users, I, I would assume that... Um, you know, people will be more open to the idea. But at the same time, you have to really be able to show somebody, hey, this is, this, let me show you how I use it. And I think yeah. when you have more people explaining how they use it, then uh, it might be an, another way to do it. But then again, I'm not the computer engineer you are. So that I'll, I'll leave that. No, I, I think too. you're right on. I think that's exactly, you know, all of our growth support has been just word of mouth. We've done almost no PR at all. And no marketing at all. So this year, I'm really looking into how can we help get the word out. How can we? There are so many stories like yours that if more people heard about how you use it, chances are they'll they listen to you more so than they listen to me. And so we're thinking through how can we how can we do more of that and and share. So um, that begs the next question. So how does a company make money? Like how how do you guys actually make money from a business standpoint? Um, so the company is a purpose-driven company, and at this moment, we're not actually making money. <laughs> but in the future, I do anticipate that we will look for ways that we can add on value and charge people for you know, additional features and things like that. But the basic version and basic functionality will remain, uh, will remain free. Makes sense. Um, I want to do a little rapid-fire round just to just to hear some different thoughts and inputs and and I always like to, to shake up these meetings. So real quick, um, in the rapid fire, what would be the best financial advice that you've ever received? To save money. <laughs> Don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite book? Um, currently, it's Loving What Is by Brian Katie. Uh, personal hobbies that you enjoy outside of uh, running Marco Polo. Hiking and camping. Uh, biggest regret that you've had uh, in your life to date? Oh my gosh, that's a that's a rapid fire question. <laughs> I always like to throw people um, off. We can get into it if it if it if it if it's a more fun answer. Um, I'm gonna have a really cheesy answer that um, I try to live with no regrets. I love it. So. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we, we can go with that one. All right. So um, back into the, the the podcast. So one thing that, you know, really strikes me from the beginning of the conversation is it sounds like when you created Marco Polo, uh, you had a very Elon Musk feel to to your response where, you know, Elon said the goal of Tesla was not to create a car company. It was a way to change the way people uh, transport mm-hmm. from one place to another. And instead of saying... Uh, with Marco Polo, your goal was to create a video chat ad. It was it was a way for people to feel closer to one another. Mm-hmm. So I think that that to me is the the biggest um, uh, message that you, that your app conveys. I'm curious um, 
as as you thought about your company, uh, is that pretty much spot on? Like, is that the way you you look at at building this? It's not really about the app per se. It's more about feeling close to the people in your life. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the mission is not to go, exactly, it's not to build a video chat app. It's really to help people feel close. And so, um, you know, on a regular basis, we think through what are other things we could be doing. Um, and this year we're thinking about, like, what are conversations we should be part of to help people feel close and really to rediscover the importance of making powerful relationships. Um, so it's not even, it's not just um, like a follow, but you know, what conversations can we be part of or generate? Um, what are additional product things we could be doing? It's not necessarily just video chat. What other ways do we can help people feel feel closer to each other? I love it. Well, as we wrap up, I had one one other question I, I, I wanted to make sure I asked you. So how did you come up with the name Marco Polo? <laughs> it's, it's great because um, my, my husband and I were trying to remember the story, and we can't remember who came up with it. So when I would just say it's both of us, and usually that's the case. We come up with things together. Um, and we really just wanted something that um, – Sounded fun, you know, sounded because so much, so many times staying inside feels like a chore. It's like, a, it feels like an obligation that you, you have to do, especially when you have a young family and you're trying to stay inside with all the relatives. Um, at least that often became the case for me as our weekends became more scheduled. Um, and we really didn't want it to feel like a chore, we wanted it to feel fun. And the other part of it was um, we really wanted it to not be a one way conversation, you know. We wanted to be a conversation, not a monologue. Right. And Marco Polo, you know, is the, the pool game. So you say Marco, and then the other person says Polo, and you go back and forth. Um, so that's how, that's how I can. Sure. Um, as we part ways, any other um, advice for young students in in computer engineering or just students in general as they're, or young entrepreneurs or startups as they're growing their business? Anything else you think would be important to share with them? I think the best advice I, I can give and that I've received um, is to really make sure that you're not caught up in the excitement of just starting a startup or in the excitement of, oh, I have a really good idea. And really think through to make sure this is something you're so passionate about, you're going to work want to work on no matter what. Because chances are this idea will evolve and evolve and evolve. And chances are there's going to be as many downs as there are up. And you really got to love, like truly, truly love what you're doing to be okay going through all that. Um, and for for those who start, you know, get caught up with just excitement, I think that stays and becomes a pretty frustrating process. And then you end up stuck working, you know, many, many hours a day on something you don't care about that much. Awesome. Well, well, thank you uh, for sharing that. Passion obviously is key in anything we do. Um, if someone wants to learn more about the app, obviously they can download the app at Marco Polo at the App Store and on Android phones. It's everywhere. It's easy to find. Um, is there any other ways that you would want people to give you feedback, or if is there if if people have questions about the app, like is there a way to follow up with you or, or follow up with the company at all? Absolutely. So we have our support email address, which is just support at marcopolo.me. And we're also on Instagram at, um, at marcopolo app. 
And we're also on Facebook and Twitter. Um, I think on Marco Polo and Marco Polo app are the two handles. Um, so please find us. We love hearing from users. If you have a great user story, we'd love to feature you on our Instagram and in the, on the website. So please do get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you. Perfect. Well, thank you, Vlada. This has been really uh, fun today to do this podcast with you. Thank you all for listening. Uh, you can find us on iTunes at Stella Oak Mavens. This has been a Stella Oak Mavens podcast. We empower you, the listener, to take control of your life. Mm-hmm.